0: Welcome to the Pulse Experience, the podcast that takes you on a journey of wellness at the intersection of technology and human experience. I'm your host, Edward Beltran, CEO of Fierce and innovator of Pulse. You know, stress is a very large problem today. It's costing organizations $300 billion annually, not to mention the impact on our people and individuals in our companies. And often, we don't know what's causing our stress. And if we do... We don't know the proper, most impactful way to handle it. Instead, we're used to just accepting stress and managing it at a general level, such as with better diet, better sleep, exercise, or meditation. But this doesn't get underneath the root issues of our stress or eliminate them. And today, there's so much that's required of us at both our homes and the workplace that we don't always have the tools to be able to be self-aware and tackle these stressors. However, our bodies, they don't lie. They tell us constantly what's happening. They're responding to our environments, and it's our job to listen. And when we handle these challenges and take them head on, they drive positive results in both our personal and our professional lives. Pulse is our proprietary app that integrates wearable devices and infuses uses cutting-edge science to be able to show you who you're with and where you're at when you're experiencing stress by the hour. Then we wrap context around these events by pulling in calendar and GPS data to be able to further drive that self-awareness and more importantly, move into action with either a live coach or the in-app AI bot to be able to tackle these stressors, drive your resilience higher, as well as the outcomes you desire in your lives. We call this biometric intelligence. Our certified coaches walk into every coaching session with these same biometric data and insights to be able to help you identify the themes that are going to have the most impact on your lives and tackle those toughest challenges. This transformation is the Pulse experience. Welcome to today's session. We're so excited to cover this topic today where a coachee has been in pharmaceutical sales, a high-pressure, high-reward environment for over 10 years, but lately, for whatever reason, has been having feelings of uh, of burnout and losing motivation, even though they've been a high-performer. We're joined today by Carrie Loken, fierce master facilitator, as well as certified pulse coach, and definitely one of my favorite people, Carrie. Welcome.
1: Thank you, Ed. I'm honored and excited to be here today.
0: So let's let's dive into this, Carrie. Tell us a little bit about your coachee.
1: Yeah. So this individual works, as you mentioned, in pharmaceutical sales. He's out in the field, and he's an individual contributor, but rather senior. And he's prided himself on being, you know, the top of his game for most of his career. Again, over a decade, he has a solid reputation in the industry. Has built really strong relationships with the doctors in his territory. Uh, his credibility is, is solid. Um, he also brings a lot of medical and product knowledge to, to help drive his success. But. Kind of more recently, he's felt a dip in his his self-motivation, his drive. He knows he's not performing at the top of his game and he he's feeling that. So he recognizes that he could be doing more. He could be doing, you know, be being back on top the way he's used to being. And so he's feeling a bit disappointed, uh, struggling with what that that feels like right now.
0: Wow. I'm sure so many people can identify with this. They love what they've done, but they run in these momentary, well we hope they're momentary, kind of ruts, if you will. Um, what was showing up specifically, uh, Carrie, before um, you you put him on pulse and your intervention? How was he experiencing his day-to-day? How would he describe uh, stress?
1: I think he felt that he was a little chaotic in his Like he'd, he'd get himself ready, get himself out the door, and then he would sort of find himself, well, where am I going today? What am I, what accounts Mm -hmm. am I seeing? Um, you know, what's my plan? And felt a bit, a little bit lost. And so he would do the best he could, could, he'd figure out where he was going to head that day, which part of the territory he wanted to, to tackle, see those accounts, but then would often find himself you know, not being as effective as he typically is, right? Like sometimes doctors, their schedules are busy. They change. He'd show up and the doctor wouldn't be there. Or so he'd just feel like he wasn't giving, you know, making the most of his time and wasting, mm-hmm. you know, his own time in some regards. And also didn't want to feel that he was wasting other people's times. If he showed up, you know, unprepared and un, you know, able to really drive the sale forward as, as they say in sales,
0: move the sale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So he's seeing a dip in how he's feeling about his job, his performance, as you were mentioning, was taking a dip. So he sought out some help. You put him on pulse. What's uh what what did he start uncovering? What was it showing?
1: Yeah, so this this gentleman is a bit of a data-driven guy already. So he was pretty Mm -hmm. excited to try out Pulse. He's one of those people, he wears a, a Garmin watch, but he tracks everything from his, you know, his you know, uh, pulse ox, his heart rate, all those types of things. He's always looking at the data behind that. So he was a, a, a really excited to jump in to see what he would learn here. Um, I also, uh, he also told a funny story about how he, he'll wake up in the morning and his wife will say, well, how did you sleep? And he'll say, hold on, let, let me, let me check my watch. And he'll, he's got some app that measures his sleep as well. So mm-hmm. he's definitely that, that kind of person. Uh, but what he noticed is when, you know, his day was, when he showed up as, at an account, for example, those are those higher scores he would get. He would get those threes mm-hmm. and those fours when he was, you know, showing up and then not feeling like ready to say, okay, what is it? What's the key point I want to make for this particular doctor today? And so I think those were the, those moments where the, the stress showed up for him, those patterns of being unprepared, not feeling that he's got enough structure to his day that he's able to to plan better and and make the most of the time both his time and those of his his customers his clients his doctors
0: wow that's so interesting so he's a data-driven person right so he has some type of rigor structure in, in general he's been doing the job for over 10 years as you mentioned but for whatever reason now that he's showing up to accounts his stress is uh skyrocketing uh presumably carrie um scoring fours, which is the highest higher end of our, our scoring. And so that's just really, really fascinating. And then you're able to underneath the self-awareness, um, undercover lack of structure. Tell us more about that. That's so intriguing.
1: We, we dug into also those, those emotions of what was happening for him. And he was feeling words like guilt, guilt that he was letting down, you know, his team, his manager, but mostly we turned that around and Guilt on himself, like he was feeling guilty for not. He's a, a top performer. He's been, you know, the top ten percent of his company. He's made it to presidents' clubs, all that that in the past. But the last, you know, couple of years, that hasn't been the case for him. He's performed still very well, but not where he's used to being. And so there were a lot of emotions that we got into around, like guilt being one. He even used the words, you know, his his self esteem, his mm-hmm. self worth was was being impacted and of course you know that doesn't feel good <laughs> um, yeah. and so he was feeling anxiety lots of anxiety over you know I know I can do better and I'm I'm not at the top of my game
0: wow that's so intriguing yeah those feelings could be very strong so smartly of him he reaches out to an excellent coach like you carry to help him get um, unstuck. So let's talk about that process. Tell us about the coaching session. What happened?
1: Yeah. So we talked a lot about you know what are the you know the current implications for him, and he recognized that he wasn't doing as well as he could be doing. He he knew that he had more in him, and that he wanted to get to this place of being back. On the top of his game. So we talked about what that looked like and what were those emotions tied to that current situation? But then we jumped into, okay, in the future, if this continues, if, you know, six months down the road, we, we talk again and nothing's changed. Well, where are you then? What is showing up for you there? How do you feel at that juncture? And I think that brought, he used the word fear that brought some fear for him. He recognized that, oh my gosh, my career's on the line. Like my, this reputation that I've built in the industry, the trajectory that I have planned for myself is not going to go the way I'm hoping if if we don't, if I don't do something. And so tapping into that emotion of fear, recognizing that, you know, that was a motivator. We know, you know, at Fierce, that emotions drive behavior. So really Mm -hmm. tapping into some of those painful in some ways, emotions. And he's a, a pretty self-aware guy. So he didn't hesitate to to say those words and, and talk about the the true feelings that were coming up for him. But I saw him be very motivated in and recognizing that it was a pivotal time where he real you know, short term he's realizing this is problematic, but then long term, wow, this this is this is something I need to to, to address. Like and I I want to figure out how to do this now. So I, I really brought it to a a point where he quickly saw that this just how through this app to looking at his threes and fours and how that's playing out in his day, how it really gave him a bigger picture of how this is impacting him. He also, uh, we talked a bit during our session around, um, the, the victim mindset. So he, at one point said some things where he, uh, talked about, you know, I want to find aspects that are faults of my company or faults of the product. I you know there's something, you know, it's not me. It's not, my, you know, finding excuses for his, his lack of motivation because, you know, that's just not what he's used to in terms of his, how he shows up. And so just recognizing that we talked a little bit about this, you know, being accountable to yourself and what the victim mindset looks like. And it's not unusual. We We all tend to go there at Points in our lives. There's a lot of things that happen to us that we don't control, and so it's digging ourselves out of that to recognize. Well, where do I have control? What part of this is in my my wheelhouse? What is it that I have agency overall? You know, over I where do I have control? And so you know, instead of this this if. You know, idea of you know if other other people change, if the product was different, if the pharmacies fulfill prescriptions in the right way, if the doctors were more clear with their schedules, whatever it was, you know, not blaming the others, but really recognizing I have some responsibility here, I have some stake in this, and I have you know obviously I've stake in this, but I have some things I can do that aren't even that difficult to put into place pretty quickly.
0: So Gary, you know, it's so interesting, right? We talk about self-esteem and all of us can identify with this around when the results don't don't come through us having this uh, feeling that it's impacting us personally, even though there's so many factors that contribute to what success is, especially as a salesperson, right? And then being able to um, stay away from going into victim mode. I mean, it's just human nature. I want to double click on that just because so many people can identify with that, Gary. Tell us more.
1: Yeah, I think we... He was able to really, and we'll hear from him in just a moment, but put into his own words and really hone in on how this issue was impacting him and how his self esteem was taking a hit, his self worth. And those are those intangible results that we don't often think about. We think about, you know, when we're successful and we get those results, it's the, it's the numbers, it's the money, it's the recognition, but there's those intangibles. I guess recognition could be an intangible, but there's those intangibles of who am I as a person? Mm-hmm. So let's hear a little bit from him about what he identified, you know, using our app and recognizing what was coming up for him. And and so let's, let's turn our attention to to his words.
2: I've struggled to find my career challenging in ways. Um, Aspects of it are no longer as rewarding as they were. And, you know, again, as I said, I have always identified my success and I've been successful in sales um, as a major source of my Mm self-esteem. And when I'm not trying as hard or not as motivated or performing optimally, I definitely see that as directly affecting my um, level of stress. And, you know, my level of my sense of self-worth is not as um, perhaps strong as it once was. And so I, I think, you know, that all ties into lacking motivation, feeling a little torn between maintaining a top sales track record as I have in the past and versus just getting by. And mm-hmm. if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. So anxiety mm-hmm. or or stress over, you know, n- not trying as hard as I, I really know I'm capable of. And um you know that's tied into my performance, my sales performance. Um and then I'll also say I think that Tied into that is you know having anxiety over not focusing on structure throughout my work week. I've identified I think through using the pulse app, typically when I've seen some of the higher levels of stress uh, it really ties into um, you know not structuring my day in a manner that I have done in the past that has led to being successful and so um You know, that that's a that's a big piece of the puzzle for me.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, you hear right from his mouth what what that impact is, again, with both the tangible and the intangible results right there. His top performance is taking a hit and who he is, how he's feeling in in himself. So let's take a quick listen to to this next excerpt.
2: I feel like it's been some time that I've reached the apex of my potential. And so that ties into feeling not as proud, perhaps, as what I've been able to achieve in the past. That also affects my motivation and drive to continue to learn in my role and to be excited about the role. It also drives me to pinpoint or find faults in the company I work for, the product I sell. I'm not saying I'm not taking responsibility for my own future and success, but I think that... I guess psychologically, it makes me try to find aspects of weakness or faults with my company or product and excuses my lack of motivation. Wow, Harry, that's just incredible, right? So if I could replay this back, what I'm
0: hearing, and fabulous work, by the way, here, because it's, he's, let's that's just, let's that's, that's just be real here. From what I'm hearing, he's been doing the same thing for over 10 years. He's hit the highest performer numbers, He's gotten, as you mentioned, cash, uh, um, you know, uh, making money, right? Mission recognition. He's done all that. And so the reality is, is from what I'm hearing, I'm kind of reading between the lines. He's become a, become a little bit more comfortable in the role because as his words said, they weren't as challenging and rewarding, even though he's doing the same thing, hence the drop off in motivation. And so I think it was just incredible work that you've done here helping him move away from. While well, it's all these other factors that are impacting my feelings to the self awareness piece and this cycle of, um, as you said, challenge, reward, motivation. So this excellent, excellent work, Harry. Um, Tell us a little bit more about that, and more importantly, what did he do about this now that he had this these deep realizations?
1: Yeah he he ended up coming to um, an idea that with just a little bit of planning in his day what a difference that would make in the, the big picture. So recognizing just some quick, easy wins, if you will, just some tangible, smaller, relatively smaller next steps that if he just spent an hour a day, and sometimes not even that much, but just an hour a day at the exact time each day, built in some structure into his routine, that he knows that would go a long way in terms of the preparation for the next day, the next week, strategically, what accounts he's hitting? How he's going, getting himself back up, um, you know, on, on top, on the very, very tip top, if, if you will. Uh, so let's hear again from him about what kind of what how he felt about getting to those those next steps.
2: I've been able to narrow down from a foundational standpoint what I can start doing to interrupt this pattern that has kept me from being as effective in my job, and what I'm seeing now by using this app. Um, and talking with you is that I have more awareness of some of the underlying sources of stress and anxiety that I've been feeling. And I now have a tangible plan in place that I could put into practice starting today. When I really think about it, it doesn't seem like it's that big of an ask of myself. It's a relatively short amount of time to invest each day, which could have a big impact on how I've been feeling about my approach to work and ultimately my performance. So I definitely feel I've been able to narrow down with some small things that could make a significant difference in helping me get back on track in both how I see myself in my current job and getting back to a place where I'm motivated and achieving at the level I've experienced in the past. No, so yeah. You can just
1: hear that he was, you know, his his He's pretty calm in his, his demeanor, but I felt a shift for him, his excitement just in the conversation transition such that he was ready to like start today. And, you know, it was the end of the day. So I said, you can start, you know, in our conversation, we can start tomorrow. But he's like, no, I want to do it today. Great. Do it today. So I think he really recognizes what this small step can do to really build him back up.
0: That, that's, uh, that's just so amazing and so impactful, Gary. Um, and it's so interesting because you use the words and I'm going to repeat this uh quick and easy wins. And the reality is, and many times that's what they are, right? We find this every day in you know people that we coach and people do polls, that just one conversation, one 10, 15, 20 minute conversation changes the trajectory of where you know people are going, right? And as we know, many times there are misunderstandings, difference in perceptions, and just a quick easy win in retrospect has such an amazing impact. And in this case here, it was interrupting the pattern that he was on right uh, that he got into for lack of a better term a negative cycle and by using process or procedure that you coached him on with structure he's getting back into a positive cycle so absolutely impactful uh Gary. and it sounds like past that the underlying theme is and i would love you to talk a little bit more about this after the self-awareness it sounds like the major intervention here was conversation with self is that correct
1: Absolutely. I was just going to say that it, it, it's a lot of our, our fierce content is around conversations and we often think about other people and that's often where our challenges are. But so many of our models reflect back on ourselves. So it's a conversation he's having with himself. Absolutely. And again, he's a pretty self aware person, but just, you know, he's a data driven person. So seeing these numbers appear in his, his, his routine, he recognizes, wow, this is, this is having a you know significant impact on me and and I'm recognizing I think you know I'm just kind of going by my merry way, doing my things the way I've been doing them, kind of losing momentum. But if I just do this one thing, I'm gonna recalibrate and and push myself back to where I, I want to be. He even used the words spiraling down at one point when he was realizing mm-hmm. what was happening for a long term a long term impact and what that would look like. So yeah.
0: Well, absolutely amazing work, Harry. Um, pattern interrupt and conversation with self uh, definitely pop out here. Is are there anything else that you want our listeners to walk away with?
1: I think the last thing I'll say is, you know, some of us aren't as tech savvy. Myself, you know, using the Pulse app, I am not someone who typically is data driven in terms of in terms of myself and <laughs> recognizing, you know, where those those patterns are. But I think it doesn't matter where you fall on the spectrum. I think this is this tool brings such cool awareness and and stress is stress. Like you can't deny it. I think the body is not lying to us. And oftentimes it's, it's clear for some people what those things are. Sometimes it's not so clear. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, sometimes it's those micro stressors, those things that are building underneath the surface or that are happening to us day in and day out. And our bodies aren't reacting like they do to traumatic stress, right? Where we know something's big and happening and our yeah. bodies feel it. But those micro stressors also have a, a strong, strong impact and can be very costly to us. And so, you know, regardless of whether you're someone who pays attention to this data or not, I think you can get a lot of insight from even just two weeks of, of paying attention to what this looks like. And I know, you know, once you're hooked, I think you're going to want to keep coming back to figure out how do I get these stress numbers back back down?
0: Well, well said, Carrie. I think you hit it on the head, which is that's exactly what we want to design is not everyone um, loves data, right? Many people just want the punchline. What do I need to do? What's happening? And we design that with that in mind, because we're so passionate about moving people into action, like what they need to do, um, you know, for themselves to have such a impact on their lives. And that's what we're seeing. And with that, Carrie, absolutely fabulous to always talk with you. And I have many conversations I need to have with myself after learning what you've done with your, <laughs> with your coachee. And um, thank you so much.
1: Thanks, Ed. It was a pleasure.
0: All right. And thank you, everyone. Until next time.